Hello and welcome to the Fringful Podcast, the podcast where three friends who had the dreams being professional footballers dashed away as children when they all discovered food have their say. First time in like two months. I'm proud of myself. That's well the done. end of the podcast. Good night, people. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Ever present coach Kodra minus one. How you doing, sir? I'm feeling wonderful, man. Um, and now that you said that, actually, let's make some changes quickly because, you know, top four talk and all that, you know, you guys got to be up here. Man, and, you know, that's up here. me, buddy. That, that is so that, cheeky. That is so cheeky. That is so cheeky. Oh, my God. For a, for, for, a good, for a good four years, if I didn't do the editing, I, I, there, there would have been no podcast. <laughs> be back up there, please. What is wrong with you? Nah, say, you kind of you come on. Say less. You got because really you're, you're the co-host. I'll put you here. There you go, and then uh, there, you go, yeah, there, you, there you go. There you go. One one We'll take that. Fine. Whoa! I'm not taking that. Oh! Came <laughs> okay, us. That's not okay. You're t- you're... Yeah. To be honest, the Arsenal should be at the back, clap. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and Liverpool did slap them here. To be fair. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, there don't, you worry, go. don't worry, Kale. We got something for them. Don't worry. We, 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 we got on it. Don't worry. And we will do this with the Rose reverse. We got pride. It's these London based United fans. With, with oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. It's glory hunters. Absolutely. That, that's where the process gets you, Cahill. Yeah, that's where it gets you. Relax with all this, man. It was relegated last year. Let's not talk quickly. Anyway, Lawless, how you doing, sir? Yeah, mate, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good up here, enjoying, like I said, enjoying the top four. I'm feeling like we need to maybe get uh, some West Ham players in that intro of yours. You know, looking at that, I think we might need to be changing that. <laughs> get the editor on that. No, but no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm exhausted after that game. But yeah, mate, I'm, I'm all good. Who goes up there? Mark Noble? That's yes. Never st- That's yeah, never let's do it. Do it. Never. Come on. If we, hey, if we, hey, if we get top four, Mark Noble's going in that in that intro. Yeah, this is this is top level, world class quality midfielders in 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 those uh, intros. If we, if you want to do that deal, if we get top four, Mark Noble goes in the. I'm intro, actually, yeah. I'm actually down for that. I'm actually down for that. You're gonna pay more money. Good for you, idiot. Jerry, <laughs> listen, I'll, I'll, I'll do it for you. I'll, for you. <laughs> I'll do it. Jerry, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm great, man. Obviously, top four settings and whatnot. But um, yeah, happy for West Ham, East London around here. Happy for United, um, Arsenal, ugh. Liverpool. As much as I hate them, it was a huge slapping on the weekend. It was, it was, it was, I didn't even know who I wanted to win. That was the we're, we're not even in, got, got into the I'm game. Sorry, it's not my man just trying to throw shade. Early doors, bro. Uh, <laughs> early doors. But yeah, man, I'm feeling good. Feeling fine. Feeling fantastic. Acting like he didn't get whacked six two by t- or six one by Tottenham. Come on now. This is what we gave you. Crazy. Interesting. Anyway, let's go. Good how you doing, sir? Some class on, on the three before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. Not not too bad, man. I can't I can't I can't echo the same sentiment as these guys who are obviously happy where their clubs are at the moment. Um I can't say I'm 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 particularly pleased at this present moment in time, particularly after the, the weekend, but Nonetheless, I'm on the, the Free and Midfield podcast, so it's a good day, man. Thank you a lot for having me. Thank you for being the last and certainly not least. Laura, how are you doing? Hello, hello. Long time. Long time. Um, Long time. Yeah, Long I don't know time. how I feel about football right now. I don't know how I feel, mm. but mm. feel 
better about the <laughs> after this weekend. We'll see. I'll feel <laughs> even better after tonight, hopefully. Oh, you're trying to see yeah, man. I'm big. Honestly, it's, it's a, it's a mm. difficult uh, one to pick, like, between yeah, the two fixtures tonight, Because I don't know which one I'm watching still. It's hard. Honestly, it's, it's no, you have to hard, watch man. Both of those sides. Mm. That should be a good... Liverpool Madrid should be a good do you, know, do you know why it's even more interesting? Salah versus Ramos. Ra no, because Ramos, I don't he think he's going to play. He's not playing. Yeah, I don't think he's going to play. I know Varane. Varane's got COVID. Yeah, we're so, not. We're not. Neither of us have our starting centre backs, do we? So it'll be interesting. Boy, boy, it will be, it will be interesting. Get into this last week's round of the Premier League results. We'll start at Chelsea because why not? Wonderful, Chelsea two, West Brom Albion five. One, two, three, four, five. Ooh. Five goals. Unbelievable performance from West Brom. So let's get into it. Into it. Christian Pulisic gives them the lead. Then Thiago Silva gets a double yellow card, uh, send, getting him sent off. Stupid, stupid tackle. And then Matthias Pereira. It's Matthias Pereira's show. Two goals from him. Callum Robinson. Uh, Diangye Mason out gets in consolation. Callum Robinson on the 90 plus one minute gets their fifth. Sam Allardyce, let's start there. Do you think he, he, there is an inkling, like a possibility, that he can somehow pull off one last magic trick? We'll go to you, Jerry, because you're shaking your head instantly. No, no chance, man. It's too late. A little too late, isn't it? Too yeah. late, man. If I look at the table, what, the eight points from safety, like, nah, man. Nah, eight I'm, points from safety, eight games remaining. Newcastle, not in the best of form. Uh, excluding this weekend, because haha, <laughs> another team you can laugh at. Um, <laughs> and Brighton, you never know with Brighton. Know. It's, 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 a, it's a possibility. Lawless? Yeah, no, I mean, look, obviously, former manager, Big Sam. You should um, know being in a relegation battle as well. Yeah, you know, oh, wow. former West Ham manager, potentially wow. future Arsenal manager, you know. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I, I I think it's it's one step too far. I think that one was, it's just one of them them crazy games and they deserve it. I mean, I was, I was happy to see it because Tottenham fans needed humbling big time since Tuchel came in. They was giving it all this talk. Yeah, we lost the game with our defensive record, this, that and the other. And look, yeah, they, they went down to 10 men, but that's no excuse to get slapped by, you know, the second worst team in the league, 5-2. Yeah. That's bad. So a big Sam team. To a big that's, that's embarrassing. So they got at the home. humbling they deserved at home at Stamford Bridge. Mm -hmm. the, the, the bridge. Uh, nah, it's that's I think that's gonna maybe expose crumbled in crumbled. That's, that's it. People bridge, teams are gonna um, start to work him out. Like they had the little new manager bounce, and now, like I said, it's not gonna be as smooth sailing as they think. And they've got Champions League football, and they've got the FA Cup to contend with. So all this talk about, oh, we've got this big squad and we can rotate, we can do this. It's, it's coming down to reality. And like I said, we do a podcast with a Chelsea fan who was giving it some big talk and now he's been humbled <laughs> and it could not be sweeter. So, yeah, I'm loving it. <laughs> uh, let's, let's talk about, obviously, Chelsea, like Lawless uh, pointed out. They've got mm. Champions League football, they've got FA Cup, they've got, obviously, Premier League games remaining. 
it was looking like they would have been the favourites to get top four, but mm. is this a, a minor setback or do you see a pattern starting to develop, maybe? Do you know what? In my, in my honest opinion, I feel like it is just really a, a, um, a minor slip-up on, on, on the journey. And, I mean, I haven't looked at the running in terms of fixtures for, you know, the teams that are fighting and vying for that top four position. They've so got I don't a tough last four fixtures. Man City, they got a tough, Mars, right. they've got you guys, they've got um, Aston Villa and another hard game. So their last four fixtures are tough. So in comparison to um, Tottenham and, and uh, uh, you guys, they've probably got the hardest run then, yeah? Is that safe so to their, say? Their next game, so the leagues, is Crystal Palace, Brighton, West Ham, uh, Fulham, City, Arsenal, Leicester, Villa. That Villa's the last game and it's away from home. Mm. Yeah, I think Liverpool have got a fairly smooth. I think running. that changes the landscape a little bit because I, what I would have, what I, not having had looked at the fixtures, what what I would have said is maybe that's that blip came at the right time. Whilst it still is possible for them to to get top four, they just sort of buckle down and like really, really just go on a bit of a run. Um, and obviously, at this stage of the season, the fact that they do have a larger squad is always going to pay dividends because they can rotate and keep things fresh and whatnot. But it might just come down to the run of fixtures for each of those respective clubs, you know, ultimately. Um, and then, you know, when, when, yeah, if, if you look at it from that standpoint, then ultimately that is going to be, a, you know, uh, a loss that is going to cost them dearly in, in the grand scheme of things. Um, but yeah, I mean, similar to what you said, Kayo, I, I like obviously prior to that game, I'm, I'm sure everyone was thinking this an absolute banker, like Chelsea now are mm. odds on to, to get top four. It's going to be like a bit of a stroll for them. And, and obviously, lo and behold, Sam Allardyce and his magic tricks and whatnot. Um, also, what I would say, I, I know Jerry mentioned earlier that um, it, it seems that it's, it's probably going to be very unlikely that Sam Allardyce can, can do it. Of course, numerically, it's still possible because they have one game in hand over Fulham, who are just above them. I think they're, they're uh, five points ahead of them. So they've got that. You know, if they if they win their next game or next two, then it could look a bit interesting. Um, and obviously, after a win like that, because it was it was quite a, a considerable win, and the fact that you know you've you've got people from all over the like the pitch uh, uh, contributing and whatnot, you know you're. You know, you've got your key guys getting in and contributing with the goals. If they can build on that and and, and draw confidence from that in in the next few games, then obviously that's going to be absolutely key. Uh, and I, I don't want to absolutely rule it out because you know weirder things have happened in 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 Premier Leagues in in in, in years gone. And also looking at their run, uh, um, I, at first I was going to say it, it, it is looking likely potentially, but. They've got um, Southampton, Leicester, Aston Villa, Wolves, Arsenal, Liverpool, West Ham, and then Leeds. So, um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm gonna back, I'm gonna backtrack swiftly. I'm gonna backtrack swiftly now. I'm gonna backtrack swiftly now. I've got that, that that knowledge. I'm gonna backtrack swiftly, and I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go with Jerry and actually concede that. It is looking a bit tight, you know. <laughs> I just checked it and it's looking a bit crazy. So, yeah. uh, Laura, let's go to you. Let's talk about a striker that you were in for, Timo Werner. Another disaster class from him. Obviously, he missed that, that open 
Another disaster class. Can you believe? Yep. I, th I don't know. For me, it's Tuchel or Tuchel, however you say his name, people say it differently. But for me, his whole idea of possession tactic and possession, 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 they still had 10 men, 60%, 70% possession nearly, and did nothing with it. What's the point in all this possession? Werner can't get on the ball. Mason Mount just about got on the ball that game. Just. And if he didn't get on the ball, it would have been pointless. I don't think he would have scored one goal. I don't know. It's um, They seem to have... I thought they had tried and sorted out their defensive issues. But their attacking issues are probably just as bad, if not worse. And no one seemed to point them out before. They all talked about their defensive problems. But now nah, they've got no... No class up front. It's crazy. It's actually crazy. There's no one you can trust with that ball. They all have so much possession, but there's no one you can trust with it to do anything special. It's pointless. Meaningless possession. <laughs> part, part of me dying inside, because I know of a certain team that used to play like that. But anyway. It's um, mad that Mount, it seems to be like their most clinical player like, as well. <laughs> as mm, before. That's, yeah. that's the crazy thing. Yeah. Man. That just shows you how bad they are that's up front. Literally, but you spent how however many million on Timo Werner? I don't. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Do you know what? I, I, I mean, think I'm also hoping. On, on team... mm. No, go ahead. No, no carry on. Sorry, go. You go. No, I was gonna I say. Was just I'm gonna hoping say... this is like. Yeah. Yeah. Laura. You go. You go. No, Laura, go. Laura, no, go. go. Okay, go on, boy. Laura. I was go. just go. All I was gonna do to add to Laura's point is I was gonna say Chelsea are in a position where they've spent so much money on Timo Werner, it's like they have to play him. It's a similar situation with Havertz, like you spent the big um, um, bucks on these players, you have to somehow shoehorn them into the team. What I what I think potentially could help both Chelsea and Timo Werner is if he's just afforded a little bit of time just out of the team, out of the spotlight, right? Um, there's There's been a lot of talk recently about Tammy Abraham and the fact that he's at present not getting a fair run in the team and comparing him to other strikers under the age of 23, he looks like he is at the top of the totem pole in terms is of he, goal is contributions. Injured, is he not injured right now? Or he's just been dropped? I don't think he's I'm, injured. I, I'm I not entirely sure. I don't think, think he's injured. Is he not? <laughs> no, no, he's not to my knowledge. No, I, I just what? don't think he likes him. Yeah. Wow. So, you see what I mean? So, and if that is the case, I, I just think that I, I just think it would. I think it would do. I think it. And even if it isn't, um, let's say even if it is the argument that Tammy Abraham is injured, I just think that um, Timo Werner would would it would benefit him just having a bit of a spell on the sideline. Um, you know, instead of trying to force him to play into some kind of form, just a bit of time out of the spotlight and out of the uh, the, the first eleven, bring in a, a Giroud who you know. You know, whilst he's not particularly prolific, you know, he can do a job up front. He can score goals. He can bring other people into play. Because I think that's also another part yeah. of the reason why we're not seeing the best of Timo Werner is it, it's the system that he's playing in and, and the fact that the current system isn't getting the best out of him. 
And there's also been a lot of question marks over other players in that Chelsea team in terms of their wide men. You've got Ziyech, who there's been question marks around. You've got Pulisic, who there's been question marks around. Why don't you play Giroud, who we know can bring other players into play very, very well and link up and combine very well, which would then get the best out of those wide players. Leave uh, Timo Werner out of the spotlight for a little while. And then he can be reintroduced further down the line. But I just feel like there's a lot of pressure on him. He knows it. That big price tag, the expectation for him to do well and to score. I think it is it like a lot of this stuff, particularly when it comes to strikers, a lot of it is mental and psychological. You know what I mean? We know we've seen him in previous seasons. We've seen him in the Bundesliga. He knows how to score goals. He's a good player. But I think ultimately it's, it's, it's down to the psycho, uh, psycho, uh, psychology of it all. And I think just a little bit of time out of the spotlight is going to do him the world of good, ultimately. We must move on to... Uh, we'll do a quickly, uh, quick analysis of this one. Go to you, Coach. Uh, Leicester nil, Manchester City 2. Um, it's Obviously, it seems like a formality that Manchester City will win the league. Um, goals from Benjamin Mendy and Gabriel Jesus, who hasn't exactly been lighting up the Premier League. Um, would you say it was a strong Manchester City performance, or did just did just was Leicester did Leicester just capitulate? No, City were good. I think the difference was in the first game. The, I think the stats were quite similar in terms of possession. You know that City dominate the ball. You know they're going to they're going to dominate the, the ball when you play against them. You know they're going to have a lot more shots. So it's just about how you hit them. Um, I said it earlier this season. It was a lot more easier to hit City on the counter, and Leicester hit them deadly, very very well on the counter in that game. Um, but it's not so easy anymore. They've sort out the defence. Um, midfield, they're doing the work a lot more better to help the defence clean up any sort of <clears throat> counter-attacking issue to win the ball a lot more higher up. So, um, City and Leicester approach the game the same way they did the reverse fixture. It's just that City have up their levels and that's why they are where they are right now. They're clear of everybody and you can see the difference. As soon as they got the ball back, they were a danger every time. Benjamin Mendy, very composed, very good finish. Um, Gabriel Jesus squared it to Sterling, who I thought was going to finish, but didn't, and then passed it back. Either way, they got their goals. It was one of those performances. I don't think there was anything much to say other than that. Leicester thought they could play the game the same way they did. I don't blame them. If you got a result in the first fixture, you'll hope to do the same in the second. But the way City defend counter-attacks now is 10 times better than they were doing at the beginning. So that's the difference between that game and obviously the game they played this weekend. Um, obviously, Champions League is is uh, is back. Let's go to you, uh, Jerry. Do, do do City need to? Win? Is this the the best opportunity for City to win a Champions League that like they've desperately been after? Um, looking at the their side of the draw, I wouldn't say it's the easiest because everyone. I think people are writing off Dortmund too easily. I mean, Dortmund. <laughs> <laughs> This is Champions League, man. Like, you know, Haaland today, this is like his audition. He's going to be on it. <laughs> he's going to be on it today. You got Jude Bellingham. I think he's a nice, tidy player. Obviously, I think Sancho's 17, out. 18, no, he's, he's still good, though. He look, he's a unit, man. He's a big he's a big lad. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think Dortmund could could hurt them tonight. But I think City should, should at least go to the semis. But when it gets to the semis now, that's when I think coming against another quality side like PSG or if, if it's Bayern, that's when the real test... If they get to the final, I think they're winning that easily. But it's just how they're going to get there if they get past um, Dortmund tonight and obviously the semi-final. But City, yeah, man, I think this season, the way they've gone about it, it's not the same as the Centurions or the 
the back to back is it's more just get the job done. Like like you said, the mm. Leicester game. Yeah, they played all right, but <laughs> I, I didn't see Leicester scoring and I knew City eventually would just pick their moment and they got the two goals and another win and they're on their way, man. And the clean sheet again, the defence has improved. You got mm. Stones coming into his game. I mean, yeah, City they look like the real deal. So I'll hate if they win it, but if they do, the quadruple talk, all of that, United fans, we should just, just, oh man, I don't even want to think about it. Let's not think about that, please. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Not now, not now. It's, uh, <laughs> scary. No. it's, a, it's a scary time, to be honest, because they look like they could win all four, to be honest, but mm. we'll see. I, f- I, I don't think there's a game, there's another game on Saturday that, that was really special. So I've said we go to Sunday. <laughs> No, look at you, right. look at you, look at you, look at you, look at you. You don't wear the shirt for no reason, Cahill, all right? Where's your shirt, Cahill? Where's your shirt? Yeah. Sharpen it. Where's your shirt? <laughs> Arsenal, little, little. I'll wear the shirt when they do me, do, uh, do, uh, make me proud. That's when I wear the bloody shirt. Arsenal, nil, oh, Liverpool. Um... Let's start. Let's 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 be miserable first. Let's 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 be miserable first. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Let's go to you, Bush. Um, another game. Hey, Bush, I stop looking pressed. Another game. <laughs> I know you're. I know you're watching the game like that. You're watching the game like this. Oh, I know it. <laughs> Let me get the questions out. Another game where Arsenal absolutely embarrassed us this season. Um, I guess there's been this. This narrative painted in the media that the team didn't play to Arteta's tactics and that it was it was all down to the team and had nothing to do with Arteta. Arteta actually had a great plan, they just didn't follow through. Where do you lie on that narrative? Um I don't I don't actually agree with it because mm. I I feel like ultimately um when it comes to tactics and how well they're deployed that sits entirely with the the manager so if um a a, a team or p- players on the pitch aren't playing um to the the manager's tactics that for me how i interpret that is that he didn't make it explicitly clear enough it would be a difficult it would be a different conversation if it was about like application energy commitment those kind of things, right? If we weren't seeing that, like that drive, that that hunger from the players, that's Should from the players. But but ultimately, do you know what it is? It's it's that one one thing affected the other. So I feel like part of the reason why we weren't able to see a certain level of application and whatnot is because of the way that um, Arteta set the team out. Now, I know for for certain. Um, positions in certain players, his hand was forced because we had injuries. So I know, for example, if um, Xhaka was fit, he would have started that game. If David Luiz was fit, he would have started that game as well, right? And mm-hmm. we can, like, ha- how good those two players are is an argument for another day, right? Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's an argument for another day. What I'm, what I, what ultimately, what I'm saying is, is that those two players aren't necessarily great players, like let's let's be completely honest and, and and have it right. They're not great players, but I think you can't understate the importance of those players to our team, who is equally as bad at this present moment in time. Like they're, they're not great players, but they're important to our team in the way that we play. 
to Arteta's team. That's not our team. To our, okay, to, to, to Arteta's team, <laughs> wow. right? Why do you want and, to and the problem is, the, the, the problem is, you know, you know the issue, right? Stop. If you look, so, so aside, aside from, aside from the 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 uh, players that he had to play because of uh, injuries and whatnot. I look, at, I look at the team on paper and I still have certain question marks like mm-hmm. why he decided to play Chambers, for example, over a Bellerin um, or a, a, a Cedric to start off with. Um, Rob but Holden, by and large, Rob Holden as well. Yeah, but anyway, you could, <laughs> the list is so long. The list is so we'll long. We'll be, all be all here all day. Do you know what I mean? But, but who, who okay. else would have played instead of Rob Holden? Who else? Well, Murray. They say two left foot centre backs don't work, bro. I'd lace up my boots, man. I'd, I'd play a better <laughs> player. Than holding, but, but the problem is, you look at you look on paper and you're like, okay, he starts with Ceballos. That means he wants some attacking impetus and creativity yeah. in a team. Yeah. He yeah, decided yeah. to go with mm-hmm. both Lacazette and Aubameyang. Okay, that means you really want to take the game to Liverpool. We saw anything but that. We saw the complete mm-hmm. opposite, which is what I don't understand. So clearly there's been something that's been lost in translation there and, and, and lost in, in communication because the team that you're setting out looks to be on paper an attacking uh, uh, base team. But we spent most of that game in our own half defending on the back foot, trying to counter. Like something's gone uh, something's gone wrong there in terms of what he's tried to communicate to the to the team and ultimately it was a it was a poor performance and we didn't we didn't lay a glove on them like if you look at the stats from um Kabak and Phillips I, I saw something on on Twitter the other day that was showing basically Kabak got a clean sheet but he didn't make any tackles he didn't make any interceptions he didn't win any aerial duels I saw he came he, off he, as well and he came off like a hundred percent clean on. record, clean oh, record without doing anything. Like we're making these guys look like world yeah. beaters. You see what I mean? And 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 you look at it on again on paper. You look at the the attack of Abamyang, Lacazette, and Pepe. Right? That's what over a hundred odd million worth of of, of 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 money spent on that attacking force. Somewhere you look at Liverpool, that. somewhere somewhere about that. Um, you look at the uh, the defense of Liverpool. Like surely you're spending that amount of of of, of money on an attack uh, a, a attacking trio. You've got to be troubling uh, an unproven defense like what they that the, uh, Liverpool had, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 ultimately it's just not good enough, man. I, I think Arteta didn't set us out the right way. I, I appreciate the fact that he comes out after games and he's very open and honest in his assessment of games. That's that's great on the one hand, but I want to see something like happen off the back of that. So what are you going to do now? How are you going to change things? Would it be better to say you'd like to see some sort of process? Wait, wait, wait. Can I ask a question? Because I heard you not saying Arteta this. Let's look back at the goals. Gabriel, like, Kojo, you've heard me plenty of times. (laughs) Gabriel, what are you doing? Like, Mm. Rob Holden, again, back post header, you can't. I don't, like, you can say Arteta, I get it, but the players, Gabriel, what was that? The first goal, he slid Mm. and he missed the whole ball. The second, the third goal, he, he missed time. It, he missed time. It, yeah, he just yeah. picked it to them, and and then you conceded. Like, but yeah. Jerry, do you know what, Jerry? So, so yeah. you see that, like, I'm using this as a case in point. Yeah, what you said about um, the second goal. Yeah, that's why going back to the point I made earlier about like the the relative importance of a player like Granite Xhaka, 
is that one thing that I think is a bit underrated that he does in the team is particularly when uh, Tierney goes forward, he often occupies that left channel. So he covers, he covers that area. And in that, in, in, if you go back and you watch that goal, I feel like having the extra body in that area, having Xhaka there would have helped. What Would it have completely stopped that goal from happening? I can't say. But I feel the extra body in that area at that point in time would may have potentially um, helped us navigate around uh, defending that goal better. And that's the kind of those are the kind of the intangibles that that he brings to the team that you can't always necessarily quantify. If that makes sense. I mean, Jacka may occupy that, but we always somehow end up getting, being counterattacked. It doesn't it doesn't, it doesn't make mm. sense to me. Oh, it kind of does make sense because Jack is just just a horrible player. I you'll be you're being very democratic. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's, uh, let's go to, uh, to talk about your your point and holding and uh, like it's being players like. Um, Individual errors from the players that the manager can't obviously calculate. Was it not Rob Holden that got beaten here by a five foot seven Raheem Sterling a few yeah, weeks? That's, that's what I said. Yeah, and then oh, yeah, it was uh, him. The same then, mistake. Uh, same. Fast forward to to last week or this week's uh, game against Liverpool, he gets beaten here. I don't know how tall Yossa is, but he ain't. I don't think he's that big, much bigger than, than five foot seven. So Jota's no, like five eight. Yeah. So, no. Exactly. So, <laughs> one inch. Exactly. One inch. So, these are the types. These are the types of decisions that you need to. Or these are the types of incidents that you need to see and realize they can't be happening when you're you're an experienced Premier League defender. Yes, he cost. I don't know. Was it five million? And John Stones cost fifty. Shout out Arsene Wenger. Um, but it doesn't make, <laughs> make any difference. You should not be beaten in the air by by those players. It's just it's it's impossible. Um, Aubameyang. Let's talk about him. Why? Um, Why? I feel, I feel sorry wait, for him at this point. What the fuck was that? I feel sorry for him. I feel sorry for him. First of all, first of all, you need to change your hairstyle. Why do you feel bit. sorry for him? Why? Well, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Firstly, the hairstyle has changed because people are comparing to Michael Cow in a particular episode of My Life and Kids, which I do not want to. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't. I can't. I can't. Which is, uh, which is mad because Michael, Michael Cow was taking drugs in that episode, so I don't want to go any further than that. Um, <laughs> but, um, Honestly, the reason I feel sorry for him is because you have a £30 million striker doing a lot more defensive duty than attacking duty. And that's the best way I can say it. Um, uh, he's £30 million. He's 50, sorry. bro. Sorry. 50, 50 million. £50 million and a 30-goal um, striker. That's called a 50-goal striker. That would be a complete lie. Uh, 30-goal striker. Um, doing a lot more defensive duty, playing on the left side. And I understand, yes, there was a time when he was playing on the left side for Arsenal. He was still contributing goals and then attacking... Um, a counter-attacking system, but that hasn't worked this season. Um, like I said, has had a decent season, to be fair to him, but he doesn't By offer the goals. own standards. Well, okay, but his own standards. But he doesn't offer the goal threat that, like I said, the, um, that uh, Aubameyang does. And that's just fact. That's just true. Throughout the whole career that they've both had, Aubameyang has always been the bigger goal threat. So I don't understand why he's playing in that position. I, I think Arsenal have players that can occupy that position on a more... Temporary, if it has to be temporary on a temporary basis, but we'll do it better. And I, I say, I said that yeah, by implying actual mid. Yeah, exactly. With more midfielders there, because he's not someone that beats the player. He's not someone that's technically really good at dribbling. His pace and his finishing are his two biggest assets, and you're not letting that use be used to effect. So that's why I feel sorry for him because if you're not being able to put in a position to maximize what you can do the bet the most what real effect are you going to have on the game? I don't know. And they don't, they don't play 
a system where it's like you play on the right side and shift it onto the left so he can cut in and do his thing, most of their play goes through Tierney. Mm. So he's not going to get into position to score goals. It's difficult for him. So I, I, I don't he's know. Like played in the middle though this season and not not been doing a it few times. Either. Yeah, a few times. Yeah. A few times. And that's, that's fine. Yeah, he had he had he had, he had, he had games. Sorry, yeah, go on, Kel. Here's the problem. He doesn't track back hard enough. Aye, that's, why, that's, goals, why that's why he's goals. not scoring goals. Aye, he doesn't goals. track back hard enough. One of, one of the goals, yeah, he, he puts <laughs> a lazy leg out. I, I think when Bro, he's, 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 he's a striker. He's a striker. He's a striker. What's he doing at left wing back? Please yeah, tell me that. Come on now. You can't, you can't blame him. You can't yeah. be he spent, literally, he spent the whole game there with Tierney. The whole game up there with Tierney before Tierney got injured. Hmm. And it was like, what are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? Um, yeah, I, I think there's something wrong there with with Aubameyang. I think it's yeah, like just, like, like, like Kojo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's doing an Ozil, isn't it? He's doing an Ozil. Kojo alluded to him obviously playing at the left. He, he played he played on the left under Wenger at times. He played under Emery at times and was banging goals. Like so now played up front with Emery sometimes on the left. Yeah, there was times I remember, like Arsenal fans, all like, "Why is he on the left?" And then going banging goals from the left. And now it's like he's just—I don't know—he's lost. He seems to lost his interest, or or maybe he just don't get on with Arteta. Maybe there's a, a disconnect there, you know. There's a lot of players that don't get on with Arteta. Let me tell you mm. that. But anyway, like we said, we'd be here all day. So let's talk about Liverpool because Laura is there. She's finally happy. Liverpool are probably the worst. <laughs> I'm finally happy again. again. That Champions could possibly be in. And oh, then man. What happens? Arsenal turn up and give them a 3-0 uh, victory. But, well, it wasn't um, a gift, really. All I can say, all I can say is having Fabinho back in midfield is all we needed. Yeah. Because yeah. having Fabinho in central defence with some makeshift centre-backs was driving everyone insane. Our midfield did not know how to run or move the ball without him. It was yeah. ridiculous. Having Henderson, Thiago and um, Wijnaldum was so slow, too slow. And then Henderson, Fabinho in centre-back, it was like, where is our midfield at all? Suddenly we have Fabinho back in midfield and everyone's moving faster, everyone's on the ball. Salah and Mane are suddenly making the runs that they used to. Um, everything seemed to click again. And then suddenly I was thinking like when... When Yaldem goes and we've got Fabinho, Hendo and Thiago in that midfield with Mane, Salah and Jota, because Fabinho is going to go, Jesus, that's it. We're done. We're done. Got Van Dijk back next season. This season will just be a small, a small, small blip. Small, small nah, blip. <laughs> small, small <laughs> blip. That's it. No, nah, I'm not. You, you think Salah will be there? I think having Fabinho back in the midfield made all the difference. Salah will be there. I think Fabinho will leave. I think when Yadam's definitely going, I think Firmino will go. Mm. But I think Salah, Mane and Jota will be there. That's our new front three. That's how I predict it anyway. That's how I see it. Mm. Fabinho, Hendo, Thiago. Yeah. Fabinho, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's all looking all pretty again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Champions League football to look forward to uh, tonight, I think that is... Um, how do you rate your chances in that competition? Because it seems like, I mean, obviously you got the result against Arsenal, but I, I don't think that in terms of, I think anybody can get a result against Arsenal. 
Um, over the past three years, anybody can get results against Arsenal. We can't, man. We But is is the Champions League the main focus for this season? And are you confident that without Van Dijk, you can somehow manage to, to win it? Um, I didn't think we would win it. Um, so I'm not going to say anything. I think we'll beat Madrid. I'm not sure if we'll get past the semis. But I think if we get to the final, we'll win it. I think Ooh. if we get to the final, we'll win it. But I'm not sure we'll get past the semis at this point. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I mean, I'm the, not sure. The, the title picture is obviously dead for Liverpool. Um, you, you say you, you, you're going to be back next season. Now, if you're not, you're going to get grilled. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> but I know. I know. I know. <laughs> for this year. Um, Chad, I, don't think, I don't think we're getting top four, no. Okay, there you go. Why not? Oh, you're pretty close. I'll be real. I'll be real. I don't. I know we're pretty close. I know we're pretty close. But I think we've got a few games where we will slip up again. And there's teams like West Ham, Chelsea, Tottenham that will jump up at the opportunity right now. So I don't think we're going to hold it down as well as we need to. Well, let's talk about your run of games. So. Um, so you got Aston Villa next, then Leeds, then Newcastle, then Manchester United. Then Aston Villa at home, no. West Brom, Burnley, Crystal Palace. Anfield. Anfield. Who, who could forget the 7 2 yeah. at, at Villa Park? Mm. Oh, wow, what a game. <laughs> oh, yeah, can, we not, can we not remember that? That's a beautiful <laughs> day. This bro. point, you'd rock for it wasn't that. at home, innit? Anfield, Anfield form has been poor. You'd, 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 yeah. this, it's, that's a bad thing. I know. That it's at Anfield. <laughs> it's very sad. You know. It's very, very sad. So I think we'll beat Leeds because we're away from home. It's all the games at Anfield that suddenly scare me when it used to be the other way around. Um, mm. And I think Villa still have two games in hand, don't they? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, they still yeah. have two games no, in hand. They have one game in hand. One game in hand. Yeah. And they're, one. Four, they're, Just they're one. four points. Just one. They're, okay. five, they're five points behind you. They, they've been dining all off right, those okay. games in hand all season. Oh, we've got games in hand. We've got games in yeah, hand. They... And then they go and get clapped by some random Lola's team. Lawless right? doesn't like Villa at all, man. They have no rivals in London, so they have to make up some claret and blue nonsense. That's what it is, man. Oh, listen. You go worry about Fulham and Brighton and, and then, man. <laughs> 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 um, let's go to Sunday. Let's go to Sunday. Newcastle two, Tottenham two. It was very, very fair to say that Harry Kane wouldn't let them lose, but he couldn't. He couldn't help them draw against a very, very, very poor Newcastle side who had. Let's get the stats up. Uh, where are they? There we go. Total shots twenty two six on target to Tottenham's eleven and five. Uh, twenty. No, that's not a shock, actually. See, let's go to possession. Where's the possession? Look at that timing. Tobes has come in. Know, right? <laughs> 58% possession for Tottenham. But then again, they should. Tottenham shouldn't be having that. Um, Newcastle shouldn't be having 40% possession. I don't think so. Because they've been very, very poor. But Joe Linton got on the score sheet. That should tell you. And he should have had a second as well. That yeah. should tell you everything. This guy has scored four goals in two seasons. In 62 appearances. That's terrible. 62. That's poor. He played every single Premier League game last season and only scored two goals, you know? He played every single game. (laughs) 
against Spurs as well. He scored at least yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Last year. <laughs> yeah, it's funny as so, well. Joseph Willock as well got on the score sheet, doing it for the Reds in London. Unfortunately, the other Reds, the, the Reds actually in London just don't want to do anything. But it is what it is. Um, I told you it's crazy. <laughs> have had a oh, you know what? If that happened, he'd ne- he'd never live it down. If 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 Jolly no, no, no. you no, might as well deactivate your old account. Let's go to you, Lawless. Um, <laughs> Tottenham. What's going on with Tottenham, man? He's oh, like who knows? Did you hear the Mourinho afterwards? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mourinho you know afterwards. They manage our different Mar- players. What's that supposed to yeah. mean, mate? Yeah. What is that supposed that, that's, to mean? That's is my, it, that's are you the king, problem? Yeah. That's my king. Oh, you really can't. You have. He has such a complex that he can't even admit he's a problem. He is the problem. I think the club is the problem. I think Tottenham is a Tottenham thing. What what is it you call it? Yes, that's it, Cahill. That's it. That's it. It's true, right? Honestly, it is because you know they get a bit of hope, don't they? They get a good result here and they start to they start to hope and believe again. And then all of a sudden they get slapped back down to earth. You know when they're the, and I see there was this this uh, one of these um, Tottenham channels or whatever they put this clip up when they was winning. And they're like, oh, you know, at least we're we're above West Ham now, you know. And all of a sudden, that I think when they, when they drew, that's it. Yeah, well, we might not have won this, but at least we're above West Ham. And then we came back and done our West thing. Ham. But it shows how much they say they don't care about us. But yeah, that game was mad. Like they let us on the same level in terms of history. Well, you know, I mean, like, we did win the World Cup. That's all I'm going to say. So, um, <laughs> like, but they let two of Newcastle's worst players score against them. That is an absolute violation. Mm, and was. Newcastle, honestly, I think on form, are potentially, like, cut that game out the worst team in the league. Like, they've been horrendous. Mm. The, 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 the morale's on the floor. The players aren't feeling Steve Bruce. Um, they're not really known for an, as an attacking team, but they was like completely dominating. Yeah, they are of that game. Yeah, like this Man. is a team where that have played like crap football, been defensive, and all of a sudden now Tottenham they roll up and like they're just all over Spurs. Like, what is going on? And this is the thing, like with Mourinho, like is he? Is that part of his game plan to go? Do you know what? Yeah, we'll just do our thing and it will try and hit them on the counter and 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 break. And that's like, nah. <laughs> so that's I'm so trying. <laughs> I'm trying to think. You know, I'm trying to think. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you lot were claiming the Audi Cup as a trophy, so don't chat to me about that. Yeah. <laughs> Who was there? What was their player? Was it Endombele? Who was their? Was which player of their player was it? No, it was oh, Mora. 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 Yeah. Mora, yeah. Who was like, do you know what? My first trophy for Tottenham, and I, I hope to win many more. Like, don't, get out of here with that talk, Tobes. But <laughs> no, like, it's they're, they're finished, they're not getting the top four, they're not getting top four. Um, they're not winning the Carabao Cup, uh, and they're just going to be very miserable. I mean, they can't afford to sack Jose, so <laughs> <laughs> it's miserable. The future is dark for them, and then Harry Kane, like, what's going to happen? I'm hearing that. They're, they're not trying to sell him. If if he stays, that's a miserable time for him. But they need money. Like I said, they can't afford to sack their manager. 
They can't really afford to splash big in the transfer window. This is, it's not just the history of Tottenham, it's the future of Tottenham. Mm. You know? oh. hey, that's a mad bar, you know? Hey. That's a bar. Give me flowers, give me flowers. That's for Tobes. <laughs> 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 let's have a let's have a let's have a quick uh let's go fingers up for actually not fingers up let's just say who who's better out of the two players kojo um yeah. suchek or ndombele you're bringing group trap warfare we are bringing it we are. <laughs> i'm trying to try to get more 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 people i'm just i'm just i'm just trying to see the numbers just trying to see the numbers and ndombele you're all you're all a can of worms here yeah yeah ndombele man Laura? Yeah, you have to say Ndombele. I'm sorry. Good. 100%. I, do you know what? I When he signed for Tottenham, I literally was... I literally asked why every other club in Europe was yeah. allowing this to happen. Honestly, mm. I did not want him to go to, to, to Spurs. And I thought, boy, honestly, like, if this guy... If he can replicate what he's done um, over in France here, then we're in for a lot of trouble. Because you know what what it is with this guy, yeah, is it's it's the the blend of his different attributes, and he has that X factor. Like you don't know what he's gonna do. Mm. Like he he's the kind of player that could just pick up the ball, beat three players, play a mad pass, and 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 then Tottenham are through. Do you know what I mean? And of course, his first season wasn't a great season. Um, you know, we saw him struggling quite a bit, a bit overweight and, and stuff like that. I think mm. he's eating a bit too much. Um, obviously, under this season, he, he's been better. But I still don't even think that he's reached the heights that he can reach, man. I think we're, we're still seeing maybe 60, 60, 65% of, of what this guy can actually do. And I think when he is finally on song, I think there's a, there's a number of different reasons why he hasn't, you know, um, perform to the heights that we know he can perform to. I feel like um, also the, a, a long-term issue that Tottenham have had is is that midfield balance and composition and not quite having that right. I think they, they need to do some work in that area. But I feel like when Tottenham can and, and do find a good partner for him, um, that we're going to see him, him, him perform a lot better, I think, in seasons to come. And let's ask another question because you brought it, you brought it up. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Has Suchek reached his potential? I'm finished. Oh, Joe, let's go. Let's go with you. Go. Let's go oh, with you. no, no, no! Don't do that. Don't do. That. Okay, then, Jerry. How about how about you, Jerry? Potential? I don't know. Um, I, I like I like Suchek, To be honest, I think I like Suchek. Don't get me wrong. I like Suchek. but yeah. to claim that he's better than Ndombele. Can I just bring up this comment for a second? Because, boy, Matt said he's a brick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, let, right, let's talk about this then, right? Because, look, I see what... Well, I see what Bridge is saying there, right, about, you know, what he did in France, this, that, and the other, right? But, look, he ain't done shit here, right? And let's let's might as well talk about who's better, Ings or Werner. Like, cool, like, Werner was 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 balling in, in Germany, yeah, but what the fuck has he done here this season? What is mm. flipping Ings doing? Ings is banging goals, he's doing his job, he's better at his job. Like, mm. cool, uh, you know, he, he, and Dombele can do stepovers, he can flicks and tricks, take people's on, you know, it's, it makes good YouTube highlights. But what, what is he doing for Tottenham? What is he doing for Tottenham Hotspur, yeah? 
nothing. Yeah. Like that's what matters. That's what matters. Feel, that's what matters. Take it back. The question was. Oh, I don't know. Better. Overall, not. But what are we? But but what? Are we, but what are we talking about? What? Who, who, what's better? Are we talking about? But better. When you say better, what? It, better at what? Go on, Laura. If you're if you're That's talking full team, all rounded package, you're gonna have to say suit check this season. Surely, you're gonna have to. If you're talking individual class and player, then you would have to go in Dombele. But I genuinely believe that there's no player that can flourish under a manager like Jose Mourinho. I blame him for all of Tottenham's failures right now. I think there Laura makes one. a very very good point there. She makes a very very good point because there is I, no I player. Back, Okay, no, sorry, on, Laura. I thought you finished. I thought you finished. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. Because Kane's been on point. Law, Law, Lawless makes a good point, really. right? Lawless makes a good point, right? Because we have to be very specific about what 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 the debate is. Are we talking about the skill set of the player, like his his attributes and what he can do with the ball, or are we talking about what their contribution is to their team? How right, Th those are two completely different arguments. Absolutely. So if you're looking, if you're looking about, con if you're looking at contribution, of course you can't argue that Suchek yeah. has yeah. been more important and has been a better player this season for West Ham than uh, and Dombele has been for Spurs. But if the argument is about ability, I don't think I don't I think there's a complete gulf in quality between those two players ultimately. And this is why Laura's point is really important. Because it's about the systems, it's about the managers that both of these guys are playing for, right? Suchek is playing for a manager and in a system that allows him to flourish and allows him to to, to play. Like the way that the the the, the uh, um, West Ham are set up allows to get the, the most out of him, right? The same can't be said at this point in time for. Um, Jose Mourinho and and Spurs and mm. getting the best out of Ndombele. He he still doesn't even know his best uh, um, uh, back line, right? And he's always talking about the fact that it's it's not him. He's the same. I remember he got interviewed on Five Live recently, and he was like, and they were asking him, well, what, what's you know what's what's the difference? Why aren't you able to still hold on to to leads um, <laughs> now in games? And he's like, oh, same manager, different players. So he's always putting the blame on the players rather than being introspective and and he's and never the problem. He's never the problem. His that's ego, that's the issue. his head, the size of his head is too much. I can't, I can't listen to Mourinho talk. I can't watch him. I can't watch him in a game. I just can't. It drives me bonkers. It's, it's not even just the goals. Like he's talking about goals, right? You go and compare stat by stat. You go tackles, interceptions, all of that. Like if we're talking about being a and what what Suchek is a box to box midfielder. Yeah, mm. in, in nearly every single stat. He is better. Like, that's what we're talking about. So he's doing the job. It's not just about the goals. The goals are important. But it's it's in all these other areas, right? So, cool. Maybe um, uh, Ndombele is better on the ball. Do you know what I mean? Like, running with the ball and, and taking a player on or something like that. But I'm talking just over the park. If you're looking at being a, a well-rounded box-to-box midfielder, what Suchek is... He's he's been better. Like I'm saying, if you if you if you made them play one and one in a cage or something, then yeah, and Dombele might you know win that. He might go and skin him and and you know take it round and score some goals. But this is Premier League football. This is eleven on eleven. Yeah, and 
uh, Suchek mm-hmm. has been more effective for his team, and, and you know it's we can we can say who's who's a better highlight reel or who's a sexier player mm-hmm. on the ball, whatever that doesn't that doesn't matter. It honestly doesn't matter, and we're talking about um, who's got the most potential. Like uh, Suchek hasn't even been in this league as long as um, Ndombele. Suchek Ndombele is playing. I don't care what we're talking. It's about what? the same, I swear. Did they sign him in January? Did they sign him in January? I think year? so, yeah. He was on loan initially, innit? And then okay, yeah, it's the there. same time anyway. So all right, so they're on the same thing. But listen, whatever you want to say about Mourinho, Mourinho is a world-class manager. He, at the say at the day, like okay, he's not what he was, but so one's playing for Mourinho, who's won everything there is to win in the game. The other one is playing for David Moyes, who hasn't won anything in the game. So we're talking about potential. Top four trophy. Like, and Tobes, by the way, Tobes ain't having this, bro. He's not having it. He's like, no, no he's not having it at all. <laughs> nah, listen, listen. Suchek, me and him done a combined that's what we're 11. Yeah, but, but this is what I'm saying. If he do, if he never does it in the Premier League, like if he's just if he keeps having season after season like this, are we gonna keep sitting there going, Oh, Emburn Dumbly, such a great player? Like, oh, he's better than you know, you know, he's been good this season, though. I, I don't think he's been Anything special? Anything to write? He's, he's well, maybe had a special, but good sprinkles of performances. But it's okay. been right. He's not been influential, has he? Really for his team? I can't think think out any performance where you're like people going, "Oh, that and Dombele guy." Like, like apart from Tottenham fans, like to that yeah. level, like to the level that of what the hype you. that he's getting. So okay, if, that, if he doesn't kick on, what are we gonna what are we gonna say about him? He, 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 you know, he's he's had a he's yeah. So he's saying he's had a good season. He's had a yeah, he's had a decent season, but it's not he's not pulling up trees, is he? Let's be real. Let's let's be real. Like let's see let's see what happens. Tobes, we'll see next I, season, I, mate. I, I, we'll I, feel, see. I feel like if we if we let this uh, go on, they'll just be, start having like a private conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, listen, me and him were always like this. <laughs> But we must move on. Manchester United 2, Brighton and Hove, Albion 1. Danny. Oh, I was so sad, man. So sad. I was so sad. Obviously, he gets the I was like, come on, please. That would have been the perfect weekend just for United to lose one game. (laughs) The perfect weekend. When your people want to see your downfall, you know, this is mad. This is very mad. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry, man. I'm oh, sorry, man. That's all I needed from this week. That was it. But it's not... Marcus Rashford gets them level with a very tidy, tidy finish from someone who's a, it's a striker's finish, I'd say. It's a very good finish. Um, and then Mason Greenwood gets on the score sheet as well. Was that an assist from Paul Pogba or was he trying to shoot? It, it, I think he was trying to shoot, but we'll take it. We'll take it as it comes. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. Um, also, this is this is funny. And Dombele not pulling up trees because Suchet eats the trees raw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flipping <laughs> fish. Um, uh, I, I won't speak too long. I'll let, I'll let Jerry go. I'll let Jerry go on for this more. But um, it was one of those games where we, we haven't been convinced in all season, isn't it? That's just what it is at the end of the day. But we're still where we are because we're getting the results. And this one another one of those games we've got the results. Um, first half was... Jesus, first half was bad. The first half was really bad, very unconvincing. And it's funny because we started off the game well for the first 10 minutes, but it took Brighton having two minutes of something and then they just got a goal. And it was, it's the same goal that we keep conceding, the same cross. It goes over at Lindelof because the cross is too high for him. Wan-Bissaka sleeping and it's the same old, same old. 
And this is why me and Jerry, and uh, Usman might hear this as one, well, I always want to hear it, is the reason why me and Jerry keep getting onto his neck is because, yes, as a one-on-one -on -one defender, when people are coming at him, he is one of the best. It's very hard to be one bissaka but the other aspects of a, um, of being a defender that he needs to improve on, his positioning, his reading of the game, attacking the ball in the air, um, even just like doing his surroundings. It's like he's not aware of other players being around him in those situations. And one, one way or another, as a defender, you have to learn these things. So um, he's still he's still convincing for me, but he is 21 or 22 now. So I will have a level of patience for him. By the end of the day, it was just one of those games again where we're just getting results. And that's how it's been the whole season. I think we are a bit unsatisfied because the convincing performances are very far in between. They're not they're not next to each other. You don't have five in a row where you're like, you know, we're dominant and then they pulled one out. It's very, very up and down with United. So, look, we got the win. I, I can't be mad at that. I will never be mad at that. I think Bruno got another assist, another assist didn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah. Pogba got an assist as well. Yeah, he, he passed it to um, yeah, Rashford, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Greenwood needed the goal. <laughs> Greenwood needed the goal. So, yeah, I'm happy. But, look, let, let Jerry go, because, uh, yeah. Well, let's go to you, Jerry. Um, obviously, the, the major talking point is, has Ole progressed Manchester United? Let's talk, let's talk about it. Because last year, I think you had something like 43 yeah, points. Yeah. Uh, in a Europa League quarterfinal, you're, you're possibly one of the favourites, but you obviously did lose the FA Cup. Oh, no, League. Was it, was it League? Was it FA Cup or League Cup? Oh, the Leicester. Wow. FA Cup was Leicester. The Leicester. And then you lost to Man City in the semi-final. So is it... Can you say it's progress? If we if we look at the league paper, obviously last year I think we was fourteen points behind what we was now. So if you look at it and in that sense, yes, we we've got more points, we scored more goals. However, going out of the Champions League group stages, that that is sackable for me. That I still haven't gone <laughs> over that. Um, another semi final bottled, big big red cross um, FA Cup last week or two weeks, wherever it was. Leicester, big red cross. We're in the Europa League now. It's funny because we wasn't even in that competition at the start. So even if we do win it, yeah, it's it's a trophy on our, our credit, but we shouldn't even be in that competition anyway. So for him getting out of the Champions League, the only redeeming thing he could do is to win the Europa League. If he doesn't do that and we finish second, I mean, progress is there, but we're still playing the same dead football like, we're, we're trodding along, getting the results. Is it sustainable? I don't think so. But if we're talking about league position, when people talk about progress and that, from when he took us over from sixth to third, if you finish second, you can't argue that second. But don't you, isn't it a case of Manchester United fans wanting, eating their cake and cake and, well, what? I forgot the saying. I don't know why that, that saying just. <laughs> <laughs> having their cake and eating it. Yeah, wanting to have their cake and eating it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, a top two finish and a Europa League win. Isn't that, that, isn't that excellent? I think that, that's excellent. No? That, when we say excellent, a lot of fans say we're lowering the standards. We are because of where we've been with the previous managers. But well, you're, talking about, you're talking about, obviously, I'm going to quote a certain Portuguese legend of Manchester United. You're talking about football heritage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was to talk about full heritage and say, yeah. oh, I'm just by now, but but we, I can't talk about it because we're, we're not the same team, you're not the same team anymore. You have to grow, grow from that position, now. yeah. So, yeah, winning the Europa League and and getting top two in Oli's um tenure, I mean, gradually um going up is 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 improving. So, if he does do that, 
people say with the new contract and whatnot, if he does win Europa League and gets top two, I'm sorry, you can't you can't sack him. Like he's mm-hmm. he's done a great job. Because at the start of the season, a lot of people wouldn't have predicted second. So for him, people say, "Ah, oh, everyone's played crap." And Liverpool injury. I don't. For me, I don't really care about that stuff. If we finish second, we deserve to be the league table. Don't lie. I don't care if Liverpool had injuries. Chelsea sat their manager. It doesn't mean much to me because even when we Arsenal, won the league, Arsenal, let's just put that out there. Arsenal, it don't. It doesn't matter. Even when we won the league with Van Persie, people said, "Ah, oh, that league was so dead." You know, we won the league. Like I don't really care what everyone else does. So for me, yeah, if he does finish second, wins the Europa League, you gotta give him credit, man. I know people go into Oli a lot. But for me, again, the players, like like Kojo said, that first goal we conceded yesterday. Joke team. And what, what, what are you doing? Like, how how's Welbeck coming across? You don't even know where he is. And then people say it's the systems. I get, yes, yeah, the systems. But the players, some of them need to, to hold responsibility because they're getting away with murder. And I, I don't like that the first thing we do in this um, new generation of fans is Oh, manager, manager, straight away. They, like, mm. we're, not watching, we're not watching the game. I'm watching players on the pitch. It's, oh, they conceded is Oli's fault. Like, come on, man. Look, look yeah, at and, look why we conceded. And the reason, I, the reason I agree with that so much is because, like, yes, you know, I when I talk about Oli, I'm always saying, you know, at the end of the day, the players will always have, will always have a part to play in this because they're the ones who get onto the pitch and they don't do their job per se. But, you know, when you get to semi-finals of competitions and you keep losing... That's the questions will be asked of you as, as as to are you the manager that can you know galvanize these players and get them over the line to the final? Can you have you have that X factor as a manager to let them go? Because all the managers that we love in the past and that we love currently, we always talk about them having a little something. Klopp has a little something. And back in the day it was Wenger when the Invincibles, even if they didn't win, they managed to get that draw to make sure they stayed unbeaten. Uh, United one way or another never write them off until the whistle goes because they could score two in the last ninety minutes. Mm. It's stuff like that, but. Mm-hmm. At the same time, as much as we complain about these managers, will we bring it up, bring it back up, man? I have to bring it back. But at the same time, we complain about these players, but these managers, but the players have been here. A lot of these players have been at United for a while, and they've not been doing the job. See, as Tottenham, a lot of those players have been at Tottenham for a while, and they haven't been doing the job. A lot of these players have been at Arsenal for a while, and they haven't been mm-hmm. doing the job. So we talk about these managers, Thanks. but players are because it's so much easier to sack a manager than to sack a player. Yeah, it's so much easier. Managers yeah. come and go. Players stay on a, a, a longer time. Yes, players will be here a year and a bit, but you'll always get a transfer fee or something unless it's a contract for a year. Managers come and go no matter what happens. So there's always going to be a blame game on managers because they're the first to go. And then you can talk about the board and everything after, but unless the board themselves agree to sell and let themselves relinquish their control, they'll never go anywhere. And that's the way it will be for the rest of these clubs. So, you know, the players... This is where we have to get onto the players. They, they have been unconvincing this season. They make a lot of errors, a lot of individual errors, and it leads to goals. And a lot of players, a lot of people don't seem to want to give players accountability. But we're in the era of people supporting players a lot more than the teams. Oh, that makes me sick. Also, man. so yeah, I mean, you got people that follow players as they leave a club and they go support that club. And you have the same thing with managers now as well. Oh, you have people yeah. that love managers and they'll follow their manager to another club. So the tribalism of them supporting their clubs is not there anymore. So that's why they don't really care whether a manager comes and goes. If Pogba is not thriving under um, under Jose Mourinho, it has to be Ronnie Jose Mourinho's fault. And I've sat here and I've defended Pogba, but there was a lot of times where Pogba was just poor, and that's the truth. So you got you got to just keep it balanced. But look, at the end of the day, look, he has to. When he first joined the club, he did say that he wants to win stuff, and he, this is United. We have to win stuff. 
Yeah. It was only recently that he came up with that stuff coming about egos and stuff. That for me is a load of nonsense. Yeah, that was rubbish. That was <laughs> <You> need, <laughs> that's a load of nonsense. You're in the you're in the competition again. You got Granada. I said it. Do not be complacent. You might think they're easy for United. <laughs> There's no such thing because uh, we thought our Bill Bauer easy, and that was under Sax Ferguson, and we got bowled out against. We thought sort of Vigo in the semi final, which is Marina, would be easy. We got saved in the last minute by oh, Bayi blocking the shot. Yeah, so that. you know Granada are not easy. And then if we do beat them, it's Roma Ajax, and that's not an easy tie either. We've beat Ajax before, but it's a two-legged tie. Mm. So we just got to be careful and see how it goes. But I feel like he has to win this one. Yeah. Top four is looking like a certainty, but I think he has to try and get this Europa League. I'll be more forgiven if he loses a final rather than a semi-final. If he loses a final, it's a one-off game. Semi-final, after two legs, yeah. there's a problem. There's a big problem. I mean, not going to be Ajax, so it's, it's, it's nothing, man. Don't worry about Ajax. <laughs> um, we move on to the final game that we are going to discuss. Look at the smile on Lawless's face right there. All the Hampton Wanderers 2. Come on, you Irons. Come on. Absolutely shameless. Shameless. <laughs> um, uh, listen, Jay Lee's the new one now. I'm thinking to Auntie Kate. She's going to come and chop some good love for us, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Kate. How do you know about Kate? Hey, I did, I did, hey, that's my auntie, blood. Oh, my days. Come true. Come true. I'll give you come true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my days. Literally, haven't been to Kate's for a while, man. I need it. Need Kate's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> come true. Um, West Ham three. Let's get that out. The goals from Hesse Lingard. I'm calling Hesse Lingard because <laughs> not, not the current, not the English guy. Pablo Fornals has also got the score sheet. And honestly, when Pablo Fornals got the score sheet, I thought West Ham were going to cruise it. Jared Bowen then makes it three. Le- Leander Dendonka gets it first, and then Fabio Silva with that's a, a tight, a very good finish. It was, I mean, I'd say for Wolves fans, it, it looks very promising because it was a good finish. I feel like at 18. Him, uh, I think uh, the pressure may have may have got to him, but that was a very good finish nonetheless. But let's get to West Ham. Top hmm. four. Are you going to do it, Dan? Are you going to do it? Do you know what? This was the game. Oh, we Obviously, we had the news that Declan Rice is injured, going to be out for like four to six weeks, apparently. And that was a big worry going into this game. I was like, no, nah, like, because <laughs> the, salt, the salt is just pouring through the screen. I love it. Oh, I love it. I love it. Honestly, the salt is pouring through. Look at this. Just for the lols, please. Just, I need, I, I need Champions League. <laughs> okay. <laughs> look at <laughs> look at oh. look what Tottenham done in the Europa League. Where are they? Like, oh, let's there we go. There <laughs> so we. you know, like it's 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 looking good. But I was getting deja vu. I'm not gonna lie. When um Literally, when that like, second goal went in, it was the, it was the both goals came at very similar times as the Arsenal goal. Yeah, yeah. So mm. we was like, I was sitting. There, I was like, no, nah, like if if we would have done that again. I would have been finished. I don't think I would have watched West Ham again this season. I, I couldn't have done it. the The pain of it was would have been too strong. But it was it was a Jesse Lingard masterclass on a positive note. Like the guy was was unreal. Like scored a goal, got an assist, and done a madness to help. You know the assist that Marafa Masuaku gave to mm. um, for now. So yeah, the guy was just completely on fire. But um, yeah, it was just weird. It's like it almost seems like scoring three goals early is 
it's a bit dangerous because mm. it gives that other team at that point they've got nothing to lose. Yeah, but to just go for it, and you've got something to lose. You know, you've got the lead, your lead to lose. And I feel like we need to find a way to take advantage of that, to know that, okay, they're just going to throw caution to the wind and just come at us. We need to Mm. find a way to exploit that and exploit them where they're going to be exposed at the back. But we seem to start to panic. We seem to like just completely breeze teams at the start. And then all of a sudden it's like, they're like, well, we might as well go for it. And we're like, geez, what are we going to do? So um, it's looking good. Like I was worried without Declan Rice, but we passed that test. I think, the problem is with Noble, every time Moyes has tried to play him as an attacking midfielder, like he's played for the fit rather than sit in there because obviously Rice and Suchek have been there. Now he's playing deeper. He had a good game yesterday. So mm. I think we can we can keep ticking along. It's all about if um, Antonio is injured. Yeah, the injuries. The injury's gonna, it's got, it's a yeah, yeah. Suchek seems to be all right. Lingard took a bit of a kick in. I think he's okay. He had obviously a bust up. There was... Um, was it Neto was like trying to get onto him for, for holding the ball in the corner? Like that's, that's what, what I don't get what the problem with that is. Like, listen, you should you shouldn't be you should have been in a situation where you weren't worrying about us holding the ball in the corner, mate. You should have put a ball in, in the net a third time. So don't worry about that. But yeah, Antonio, I need to see what's happening with Antonio because he is gonna be key. But Leicester's next. All the teams around us as well, our top four rivals, except for Liverpool and Man United, dropped points. So they were fall. They were slipping at the at the hurdle at the hurdles. We just kept on doing our thing. We got Leicester next. If we can win that Ooh, game, we go man. one point behind Leicester. That's, That's, That's going to be big, That's and it's crazy. at home where we've been strong. Um, I'm not taking that for granted, but we've been strong there. Then after that, we got Newcastle. We, you know, we got like teams like Southampton last game of the season. We got West Brom. We've got like Everton at home again. We slapped them earlier in the season. I think we've got Fulham. So, Kojo, put that yeah, down. like, put that down. Chelsea, <laughs> Chelsea. You know what? If we beat Chelsea, like, it's done. Like, we've got it. We've got it. If we beat Chelsea at home, you might as well just just start playing that Champions League music. I'm going to be there on, like, with a little bus with speakers on the side of it playing Champions League music <laughs> around here. So, that's big, yeah. So no, I, listen. I'm just happy that we 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 got over the line on that game because it was it was horrible. How much you want for Jesse Lingard? Um, I mm. uh, what you saying. I'm saying thirty. You know. Hey, bro. No, bro, no, 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 no. This is this is East London things, bro. Give them give them bonus um discount. Fifteen percent. Fifteen. Fifteen percent. No, 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 thirty. Fifteen mil, man. Uh, Take him. Fifteen uh, mil, bro. That was the price that I heard originally. Yeah. It was 15 mil, like, before... It was about a few weeks ago, they was floating around 15 mil. And, like, Ooh. it's annoying that the price tag is, is is potentially going up by what he's doing with us. Yeah. Like, yeah. like we're... West Ham is you guys, the price tag. Yeah. yeah, like, that Simon Jordan guy on TalkSport was like, oh, yeah, 60 mil. 60? Like, the guy's got one year left on his deal. <laughs> he had, he'd barely played in two years, and he's in his late 20s. Like, I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. I think that's what everyone forgets. I think everyone still sees him as this wonder kid. They don't realise that he's, like... He's, like, you know what I mean? He's, like, yeah. 29. Yeah. He's 28 years old. He's got... <laughs> when he comes back, when he comes back, if he does if he does come back to United after the loan ends, he's got a year left on his contract, and he says £60 million. Pounds. That's ridiculous. Yeah, he's—I don't know what he's on. He was—he's a former football owner as well, so he's—I don't so know. No, what no, he's, we thank Jesus that he's got there no more in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but 
he's he surely I think it's in his best interest to come like Lingard because Oli doesn't probably doesn't really have much faith in him to see that he hasn't really been giving him much of a chance um of his past couple of years so look he's doing it now I'd rather if, if I was him I'd rather not take that risk and go let me see what can happen at Man United you know what I mean and then you go and then you get mm. left by the wayside if Man United go inside another player or they persist with Martial just because they spent 50 million on him or whatever. So I'm being quite negative here, but would you prefer another loan deal instead of signing him out, right? Just in case, just in case he isn't as good as what he's as he's done. Well, well, of of course, of course, I prefer the loan deal because then that way, if he if he if he if he goes mad on a madness, we get him free. Like I can't yeah, see, oh, I can't free, see. Yeah, that's a free transfer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, yeah like listen, uh, Lola, see, you, you forget who Man United are, bro. We need lost George Jones. I mean, six months left, and they give him a new contract. Yeah, Lingard would get a new contract <laughs> quick. Trust me, trust me. So if I'm, that's what I'm saying. Listen, he's got a year left at the end of this loan deal. Just buy him for a cut price deal because they will have to sell. If he's not part of the squad plans and he's got a year left, they're going to have to cut, take a cut price deal. That's just mm. that's, that's how football works, and mm. that's how it goes. So I think if you're going to game, you should get him for about 15 million. We'll, ban- we'll banter aside. I don't think he should cost any more than 15 million. Honestly, yeah. I think if West Ham can get out over the line, then. Literally, like everyone in at the board and everyone involved in recruitment at that club needs to have serious flowers and accolades given to them, man. Because you look at how astute and 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 clever the signings that they've made have been, man. Kufal, Suchek, these guys have come in and hit the ground running, man. And if they can add uh, Jesse Lingard to that on a permanent um, basis as well, I think these guys deserve a round of applause. Honestly. How much? How much was um, Suchek? How much was he? Suchek was, um, I think it was like 16, 16. No, 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 just to go for 30. He has to be. What? 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 We can have rice. Give me rice. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what you want? Is Matty long grain? Like, <laughs> 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 hey, 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 I ain't trying to hear about that. <laughs> on that note, we should wrap it up. Um, thank you guys for joining us. Thank you, uh, for listening. Uh, like and subscribe to our channel, please. Let's get to the other guys, though. Jerry, where can they find you? Yeah, um, Twitter handle's on the screen. I can find me on YouTube. Um, United Team Talk, do a show with my brother talking United. Good, bad, whatever. Um, Osman Talks United as well. I think we've got a stream soon. You can catch me on there as well. But, yeah, man, thank you for having me. I think I'm the busquets of the free midfield. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, was Javi Iniesta in that intro? I don't think I saw them. They are. Who freed them? Who yeah, yeah, freed yeah. them? Okay, okay. Yeah. Iniesta and Javi. I'm Iniesta. He's Javi. That's it. That's 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 Disrespectful. Well, we're not getting into this. We're not getting into this. Anyway, uh, Dan, where can they find you? Mark Noble soon coming in. That's that's what. We're <laughs> that's it. That's it. Um, no, yeah. So you find me, obviously, my at on screen on Twitter. 
um, West Ham Fan TV on every everything else, YouTube, all of that, watch alongs, all of them, all of them things. Pushing my third channel, Dan Damo and Jason, my other friends. The the only Jesse Lingard hater in the West Ham fan base, Jace. That guy is something else. So yeah, we we, we do our channel. Till now. He is he's an end of season review. I'm I'm reserving oh, he's just wait, he's just hoping that maybe wow. he, he trips and slips and he can say, I told you, like it's, it's <laughs> honestly <laughs> it's, yeah, he's he's still not budging after after the stats. So yeah, <laughs> he's something else, that guy. Which where can they find you? Man, first and foremost, I need to say love to you guys for having me on, man. It's been an absolute pleasure. This has been fun. We hundred percent need to do this again sometime soon, man. This has been great. Um, but yeah, man, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Talk to Butch. Um, I've just recently started my YouTube channel, so please, guys, show show that some love. Uh, subscribe, hit the like button, and all the all the rest of the good stuff. I'm building it from the ground up, man. Literally from the, from the grassroots. So, um, would love if you guys could could show that some some support and love. I cover both football and boxing on there. So, if you've got any um, people that you know that like boxing and whatnot, hit hit me up, man. Laura, I don't think they can find you anywhere, right? So I'm is she off the grid? Are you off the grid? Wow, that's rare these days. I'm off the crazy. Grid. Yeah, not even. Yeah, an... I'm off the grid. I've been off the grid. <laughs> no, off the grid for a couple of years now. Mm. Um, but three in my shoulder is my fave. Thanks for having me on again, and I'll sign up to all of. I'll subscribe to all of you guys' YouTube channels because I love. I love this stuff so. I'll just watch all of you guys. Gojo, <laughs> where can they find us? Um, oh, also, everyone's links are in the bio. Obviously, Laura's is not, but Laura's name is there, so you can like Laura's name. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> all the links are in there to Buddha's channel, the Twitter, Twitter, and his YouTube, as well as obviously Laura's stuff as well. You can find us right here on YouTube at Free Me for Podcast and of course Free Midfield on Twitter, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud Free in Midfield. This has been another episode of the Free Midfield Podcast. Good night. <laughs>